Hello and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the new episode of X Vlog Live. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm sitting down for the third time, and I think a month, Colt, with the legendary Colt Eastwood, who is closing in on a hundred. 50,000 subscribers, um, lost a few like myself because we had some things to say about Halo that some people didn't dig. You know, we, we, we'll talk about that later. Um, but Colt, brother, I appreciate you being here. We have a loaded show to talk about. Uh, we got some hypothetical conversations regarding what if Microsoft pulls off the deal of the century and does get their hands of course, on Activision Blizzard specifically, and more importantly, Call of Duty. What does that mean for Xbox? What does that mean for Xbox Game Pass? We're going to get into that. We're also going to get into what happens, Colt, after this deal. Who does Microsoft pick up? Because it's probably not going to be another publisher, but they are working with a ton of incredibly talented um, developers who I think have to become xbox first party simply because again this is becoming a very uh interesting topic for consolidation in the industry we're starting to see it come from everywhere everyone wants a piece of the pie and i think that in reality what's going to wind up happening is smaller teams are going to find it very very expensive and hard to live uh, outside of being under a publisher's banner, because a publisher's banner like Microsoft, like Sony, like uh, any of the big ones, EA, they have money and they have money to burn and spend. And when you have that kind of money on the back end of your development team, you can develop and make the best game possible. When you're struggling to pay the bills, well, we've seen what happens with those kind of games. And of course, we're going to talk about Japan and that's what we're going to open with. Uh, but Colt, how have you been, brother? I've uh, been good. It's been, like you say, it's been uh, a little bit dicey with the <laughs> Xbox news. And um, yeah, it's been really strange. So I've had kind of a difficult time getting a hold of how I want to talk about things or what I want to talk about. But some of the things that have been unfolding the past couple of days have really charged me in a different way. And hopefully we'll get to talk about that candidly today on the show. Yeah, I, th I think we're going to get right into it. Now, one of the things, Colt, that we all, all, we've heard on, and you've heard it, I've heard it. Obviously, we you know we're we're a part of the big community at large here. There are there is a subset that uh, that don't have uh, that Japanese games, JRPGs, those types those types of experiences. They don't float everyone's boat. They happen yeah. to float mine. I've been a big fan because I talked about this on many of my shows. I used to import pretty much everything. Uh, and uh, I beat Final Fantasy VII on the PlayStation 1 in Japanese using FAQs and then Jeez. beat it again when it came out to America. I, uh, so I've always been a fan of the region, the culture, but more so what they brought to gaming. And, uh, you know, Xbox in Japan, well, it's not a topic that has a very, very deep hole because, you know, they have failed in that region uh, almost since the beginning when the OG Xbox launched there. But now they are doing some different things. And, you know, good friends of the community and friends of this particular show, for uh, purexbox.com is one of the sites I love to use because they are, they don't do the clickbait. They do factual news and one of the stories that they dropped yesterday at 1 p.m., and the uh, the author was Ben Carey. Uh, the title of the article is Xbox Game Studios Japan is working on a truly groundbreaking product for Xbox. And in parentheses, uh, this was quoted, we are working with top-class developers. So when I say we, I want to talk about Matt Smith. Now, if you don't know who Matt Smith is, well, Matt Smith is a producer of games for Xbox publishing. And he is currently in Japan putting these incredible, uh, you know, stories and new IPs together. Well, it's what he had to say that set off the Xbox community in, in, in excitement uh, cult. And this is what he had to say. My team at Xbox publishing here in Japan is growing. We're working on top-class developers on truly groundbreaking product for Xbox. DMs are open, happy to answer any questions. And in the tweet, he had added a second tweet of roles that are currently available. 
and uh, he ha he highlighted uh, Microsoft hiring for a technical senior producer, among others, and they're asking that you uh, whoever uh, applies for this would be fluent in Japanese. That that is uh, that is definitely required. So you're going to be working in Japan, and they're asking you to be uh, strong with C++ programming. Um, and again, I'm not going to go over every uh, every position that's open, but there's quite a few of them. Now, why I decided, Cole, to open up the show is because I have, you know, again, this is a small channel, right? But as we continue to grow, I start to make friends in the industry, some that are known and some wish to remain, uh, you know, quieter in the shadows. And after this, or right before this story dropped, I got a DM regarding what is going on in Japan. And I, again, my sources stay, stay, they stay, you know, nameless because, you know, they, that's how they want to be. And the, the person that dropped me the DM, several DMs, as a matter of fact, mentioned three names, Tabata, Sakaguchi, and, and, and Kojima. Now, these are legendary producers of some of the biggest games that have come out of PlayStation, come out of Square Enix, and they have a history in the industry of 25 plus years each. Well, this is what the quote from the, from the DM says. We already knew about Kojima, boom, but it looks like they're circling the wagons in Japan. Now, that may not mean a lot to you, but it's the next it's the next paragraph that has me very excited. Now, um, obviously, we uh, we knew that this was becoming uh, something special, Colt, when yeah. Clobriel himself got involved. Now, you know Clobriel as well as I do, and he doesn't talk out of the side of his mouth. He does when he drops information, Colt. It's usually. Uh, important, it's groundbreaking, it's relevant, and uh, it's important to the conversation. So he says this, Xbox Game Publishing building first-party content is building a team in Asia. The team in Japan is working on top-class developers, and open positions refers to large budgeted games. Now, Cole, what, when you hear this, this, you know, from the DM that I got, uh, we know uh, Pure Xbox did a story. Now Clobriel is talking about this. Should Xbox gamers get excited if you are a fan of Japan Japanese type titles? Yeah, there's only been a handful of exclusive Japanese developed games on the platform. They were mostly in the early part of the 360 era, and they were non-existent last generation. So. Phil's been saying since XO19, I think, that they want to have a strong, a stronger presence in Japan. And it's funny when you talk about the games that you've played. I grew up uh, not playing very many Japanese games. So Japanese JRPGs are not something I have a whole lot of experience with. And a lot of turn-based stuff has not been something that I've liked. Um, it's interesting because in the mid-90s, uh, until for about eight or 10 years, I kind of wasn't really gaming. Um, and I've kind of explained this. It, it, this is like the hotbed of when some of the major JRPGs came out and when some of the bigger uh, unconventional games that were super popular that we don't see anymore came out. So I kind of missed that era. So when I hear that Phil wants to establish a studio or get content from Japan it's really, really good because a strange thing we're seeing is a very popular trending thing for people from Japan and Asia sharing that they've bought a Series S or X. Like, it's a That's big deal all, to them. Uh, dude, I have seen that in my feed more times in Almost a day. every day. Yeah, almost every day. Yeah. So it's one of those things where um, PlayStation has a... It's it's nine out of ten consoles are, are PlayStation and yep. the rest are switches and PCs and mobile, of course. But even PlayStation isn't super gigantic in in the games as a whole industry in Japan. But it's there's an interesting turn, a paradigm shift where people in Japan are like, this Xbox platform's really great, and they're announcing in Asia and Southeast Asia areas where they're bringing PC Game Pass. So this is just all part of this plan where Xbox is becoming a more globalized company instead of a American company that 
has a foothold here or has a, has games in different parts of the of the world and me being a person who's I've only been in North America I've never traveled outside of the country I can't grasp how big this is and how the, what this means other than having the privilege to talk to people from different countries that we get to talk to on our shows or on social media on Xbox Live being on party chats with people that are from Europe or from j- different countries uh, this is a big shift finally long overdue for Xbox you're 100% right and you know one of the things that we have seen you know you talked about a paradigm sh- uh, shift uh, one of the things that were during the 90s that were big in Japan were, were consoles we used to when you ran mm-hmm. to the store to get your magazine you would find the pictures of people lined up for three days for the new Nintendo, the new PlayStation, whatever, right? Any new console, they, there was there were people waiting in line for what seemed like days. That was a yeah. thing. Um, that's no longer a thing. Uh, does it still happen? I'm assuming for some consoles, sure, but they are a mobile type of on-the-go gamers. They game on their phone. They're going to be gaming on the Steam decks when they get them. Um, they're playing in their in their in their internet cafes on their laptops and on their tablets that are are like laptops, and one of the things that we saw uh, take off for uh, for Xbox was um, the X Cloud or you know cloud gaming. It's, mm-hmm. It has been a thing over there now. Is it the is it the biggest thing since sliced bread? Well, not yet, but Game Pass di- is doing very well in those regions of the world where you know notoriously they have failed. In, in regards to trying to gain a ground. Now, are they outdoing, are they ever going to outdo Sony and Nintendo? Hard to say, to be honest yeah. with you. Hard to say, only because, well, those are Japanese-based uh, companies. They have an incredible legacy there. They have an incredible fan base there. So it's unlikely. But will they give them a run for their money, Colt? I say I think that they absolutely can, especially... If they continue partnering with big name, high profile Japanese developers. Now, I do have one last quote that I want to talk about that was very exciting. And this was, of course, again, from my source that reached out to me as this whole thing was unfolding yesterday. And he says this, Colt, I have heard that Microsoft actually has had a healthy amount of Japanese games in development around last E3, that someone was surprised that they stayed under wraps. There, a thought that there was around five games in active development. Now that's saying something. Uh, mm-hmm. Go back to the 360 era, and the first two for me that jump off the page are Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey. Lost right. Odyssey yeah. is a game that was four i think it was four discs if i'm not mistaken it could have been five so correct me in the chat if anyone knows for absolutely sure i absolutely loved that game and people are clamoring for a remake uh, on the same level of final fantasy and i I think the game deserves it and i hope that that comes to fruition one day because you know i say don't remake it like final fantasy final fantasy 7 where it's going to come out in parts do an HD remake, you know what I'm saying, and give yeah. us deliver Lost Odyssey, you know, you know, with some some oomph in the background. Uh, I I think that there is there's a real story to be told here. You know, I we know that Microsoft here in the states, Colt, they are giving Sony a run for their money. This is this is far from last gen where they were number three pretty much because if they could have been number five, they might have been five. But they were three because, well, that's just what the, the three that were in the industry at the time. But with everything they're doing, two different consoles, one is 300 bucks. G- Xbox Game Pass is definitely a conversation. A cloud gaming, tw- uh, you know, uh, potentially 34 studios after this deal with Activision Blizzard. They have really turned the tides on both Nintendo and Sony. And what's interesting is they have an amazing relationship with Nintendo. I wouldn't say so much with Sony because Jim is always going to be Jim Ryan. He's going to do what's the best for his, his, you know, his community and Xbox, you know, is is always trying to do best for everyone, but some people just don't accept the hand. And I don't Mm -hmm. think Jim ever will, to be honest with you. But before we get to uh, to your final point on this, before we move on to the second topic called, I got to thank a couple of people. Games, uh, gamers play HUD zero drops an outstanding 
$2 super chat and says Xbox will will, will wake sleeping uh sleeping gamers out there JP dominance. Yeah, I and mean, it's definitely a possibility for that for sure. Um we had another one come in from Jacob Novick who drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says Crash and Spyro will be the two top characters on the outline Xbox face regardless of exclusivity or not. Kids and parents will look towards Xbox. Yeah, I I I we're, we're, there's I have a whole theory on how the the market leader that that, that that term Sony is going to lose it, and I don't think they're ever going to get it back because inherent value. Look, folks, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but the world kind of sucks right now. Cream cheese is eight dollars for uh, oh get, right. Uh, gas is over here is over, yeah. is just under five dollars. Uh, a box of cereal is six bucks here in New Rochelle, New York. Six dollars for a box of cereal? Are you kidding me? But here's the thing. That's a current reality. And mm-hmm. you know what another current reality is? People don't have spare money for gaming for their kids or even for themselves simply because the world is not allowing us to have that. The world is expensive. Rent's gone up. Um, car insurance has gone up. Everything has gone up except what, Colt? Our paychecks. They have not gone Right, up. yeah. And yeah. right now... Uh, when you go to buy a PlayStation game, whatever game that may be, whether it's a AAA bomb or just an, uh, you know a, 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 another first party, here in New Rochelle, New York, it is sixty a seventy six forty three after tax, over seventy five dollars, right for a yeah. one PlayStation a AAA bomb. Uh, I bought Horizon Forbidden West because I'm a fan of the character, the IP. Uh, and I put maybe eight hours into it, and I felt like I wasted my money because the bugs were egregious. And yeah. I, I, I should have waited. Now I feel like I should have waited for a sale because that one was on a $76 game. And when you turn around and you look at the other side of the coin, which is, again, you talk about one coach, you got to talk about the other. For that 76 bucks, you can get five months of Game Pass. Now, depending on what five months you get, well, that could be the end. Let's say it's, it's the end of this year. Well, they have four AAA bombs releasing in there, including the biggest RPG in the history of Bethesda. And you can get that plus 500 games in there. Again, the, the inherent value is some uh, is a topic that people get upset about, Colt. They get yeah. mad you keep talking about it, but you why wouldn't you talk about it? What, what are your thoughts on them using everything that they have in their power to now appeal to Japanese gamers? Right, you have a console with power. You have a console that's small that fits in their homes. They feel comfortable buying. They can play on the go on their phones. But then, when you add these legendary Japanese producers, and they can and and they, and again, we don't know what kind of game they're gonna they're gonna release. Colt, it could be right. terrible. But what if it's not? What if it's an incredible experience like Lost Odyssey? They could win Japan. I mean, that's not. That's not all they're doing. Like to be able to, the main focus, I'm sure, like for Phil and and the team to think, oh, we can sell some Series X's and maybe a lot of Series S's, because they, I think they've already surpassed what the Xbox One sold in its entire generation with this new generation of consoles. But people in Japan aren't buying the console. What the draw is, the pitch for Japan is. You can play our franchises. You can play our game experience on our platform. Even all of the other games that you would normally play on your PC or on your PlayStation, you can play them on your phone. You can play them on your PC. And mostly with their PC, because the PC audience is so huge over there, yep. that 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 is available to you in Japan. So what they're doing is they're bringing that fan base into the uh, acknowledgement of the Xbox brand because they don't really acknowledge it over there. I mean, why would they? There's plenty of competition, and they're they're settled in where they want to play, and um, where you can bring players in with the, with the you got that console is so small, but you can bring them in with with Game Pass and Game Pass on PC. But the other thing is they they can build a couple of studios, or they can build one studio and build some exclusive Japan developed games. But one of the major problems we saw, especially. All last generation, I complained about it a lot, was that the PS4 had a bunch of games that were J- Japanese developed that just did not go to the play the Xbox. Yep. 
just because. Yeah. Uh, they just didn't feel they needed to support it. It wasn't because PlayStation paid extra. The developers just said, oh, we'll be fine. We'll sell plenty on PlayStation. We don't need to worry about Xbox isn't big enough. This is a situation where a Japanese developed game would just finally get that situation where they're like, oh, yeah, of course we're going to build an Xbox version. We, we, Xbox is part of part of the pipeline now, and it wasn't before. So that is probably the number one priority for Xbox is to not be left behind where these developers, like even Square Enix has made a game and not even bothered to put it on the on the Xbox. So we've seen some pretty big developers do that. Well, look, you know, I pull, it's, funny you say, that. it's funny you say that because I, I want to bring up a number for you to, to, to elaborate on your point. You, know, mm-hmm. you brought up Square Enix. I just looked up the sales numbers. 5.5 million copies on the PlayStation 4 and 5. That's it. That's that for, for mm. a game that cost hundreds of millions of dollars to make and only came out in a part. So we don't know when 2, 3, and yeah. 4 are coming out. They only sold 5.5 million copies. That's not good. So it makes you wonder, you know, I actually, King David, obviously, you know who King David is. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows who mm-hmm. King David is. He said that Microsoft was going to become so big that Japanese publishers that used to look at them and laugh are going to have to now look at them and acknowledge them in the room. And I, you know, and would you agree with that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's I think it's the number one priority is that they they get support from Japan, and when they've yeah. talked about support, I think that's what they meant more than anything than just buy. I don't think they're talking about buying consoles. I don't think they're really talking about building our own Japanese based games. I think that major priority is for Xbox to become acknowledged and part of the the pipeline. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like you just can't ignore that platform because. They're missing out on sales. Xbox is missing out on sales yep. revenue from those games. And then the fan base, they can't play those games unless they go get a Switch or a PC or a PlayStation. Yeah. So that's a whole difference. And they spent 10 years with it. I mean, everyone's complained about this, but Xbox spent almost a decade fighting against Microsoft management that didn't care about gaming. Yep. In fact, wanted to destroy it. Terry My- Myerson wanted the Xbox games division to just fizzle away like just starve it and maybe it'll just go away and that's probably way harsher than it really is the way i just said it no but it is absolutely what happened they had four studios (laughs) phil was able to push out some games like uh rise and sunset overdrive and then after that they had nothing for the entire generation they're barely able to hobble on with some couple third-party deals and then the Forza Gears and Halo machine was all that was actually making games, and Rare was working the whole generation on Sea of Thieves. We've seen it time and time again. Yeah. No, t- Terry Myerson. I, 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 you know, I, 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 when when the whole thing was going on with him, behind his back, he was called the human roadblock because he shot yeah. down everything. And I, 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 I've said that on my shows. I'm, I'm not making that up, folks. Someone actually told me that. And uh, that's that's certainly not a good thing. Uh, that is for sure. But he's no longer a part of the company. Him and Donnie D gone, long gone. And you know, since they've uh, put Phil in charge, all you can say is that it's been uh, aces across the board. Um, look, the, the Japanese conversation isn't going away, folks. If, again, if it's not your bag, I hear you. I'm not going to argue and say, well, why don't you give Japanese games a chance? Because you play what you want to play. But I hear people that they should actually say that they should abandon Japan. And if you are one of those people that are saying that, no offense, you just you're just not reading the room correctly. I'm sorry to say because uh, all regions matter. Uh, if, if a game is not your bag, again, I, I absolutely understand what you're talking about. But the, just because you don't dig it doesn't mean someone sitting next to you uh, does as well. So with mm-hmm. that said, uh, Cole, I do want to move on to uh, topic number two, and this is the lead story. Now, one of the things that I did for the cover art for this particular show is I took uh, an Xbox Series uh, S box, and um, I, on that box, I, I was able to, because I'm not an artist. You're an artist. You know how to draw. I, I was able to maneuver a picture onto that box you, uh, which was, of course, Call of Duty with a, uh, with a little Xbox Game Pass logo. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not tooting my own horn, but it'll actually look legit. And this is something, Colt, that 
that is potentially going to become to become a ra- reality. Now, I want to I want to help promote what you guys did on Monday. If you missed it, uh, Colt's show on Monday was magnificent. I, I, li- I finished listening to it when I was cleaning the house yesterday. He had on Hoglaw and, of course, the crazy one known as Gaz, Mr. Sauce himself. And uh, there were a lot of the Colt. You guys talked a lot about the what's happening. You know, uh, um, Hoag has the 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 Activision Blizzard, uh, uh, you know, uh, acquisition at seventy thirty. Um, he had it at one point at eighty twenty, and you know he doesn't have it any lower. He still thinks it's it, there's a good shot that it's going to go through. So do I. So I kind of want to talk about the hypothetical because right now, when you when anyone says market leader, it's not Microsoft. Um, so you, some oh people will argue. Some people will argue. Well, you know, the switch has been thirty six months as MPD king. So are they the market leader or Sony the market leader? I'm just going to say that it's currently Sony. Sony's the market leader. But I'm going to be honest with you, not for much longer. And I kind of want to bring everyone's attention back to the Black Friday. I believe it was 2019. It might have been 2019. Or, uh, yeah, it was 2019. They did something so incredible that Black Friday, they they had the special edition Spider-Man console that was 200 bucks, and they packaged Spider-Man 2018 in there, and they broke records, unlike anything that has been done before, and I don't think anyone has surpassed it yet. And that's because, A, it was a $200 PlayStation 4, which at that time, Colt, was mm-hmm. the water cooler a water cooler king, right? Everyone talked around the water cooler about what amazing game Sony just launched or that was coming out that fall. And you can't you you can't argue the fact that they they dominate the conversation when it comes to those over-the-shoulder, single-player, story-driven, lifelike graphics type of games. They do, yeah, and they yeah. and they're fantastic. But I don't know how much longer Sony's gonna be holding this title. Because and I say that, Colt, you know, Activision Blizzard, you know, depending on how you look at this deal, you it is a three headed demon because you can take any one of these paths and be considered a winner. If they bought it for King, well, King is one of the most biggest mobile uh, publishers in game in gaming. Right. Number one. If you pick Blizzard, well, they were number one in PC gaming. The company kind of messed things up, so people lost faith. But Call of Duty is what I want to focus on for this topic. And look, Call of Duty multiplayer, cult, it's not my bag. It, it, it was way, way back in the days when Modern Warfare first came out. Just not my bag. It, I'm, not, yeah. I'm, I'm not the audience. I'm the single player guy. I'm the selfish single player, old man in the room that just wants to sit and play you know, a bombastic call of duty. But Colt, my question to you is when Microsoft is able to slap call of duty now on a box, whether that be the series X, the series S, the rumored stick with the controller that we're hearing, it's going to come out for 99 bucks potentially this year. When they can slap call of duty and a game pass logo, on a box that's 300 bucks, 200 bucks, $100 for the stick and controller. These are going to be considered those um those kind of sales that you just you you, you went out to buy uh strawberries for the misses and you saw this thing on the shelf and you went and got it cuz you went to Walmart and you're like, "You know what? I can't pass this up. This is incredible." Call of Duty, two hundred bucks. All right, I'm sorry, Hannes. Uh, how do you go from how do you go from like a Call of Duty bundle to like a really you know old sixty year old man buying strawberries at, at Fred Meyer? It Meyer's? happens. It happens. Trust me, consumers are funny. But honestly, yeah. uh, Colt. Again, this is hypothetical, folks. So please don't get in your feels if you disagree or agree. When that happens, Call of Duty, even though the last couple haven't been so great, they have been the most selling. When Call of Duty becomes first party and Microsoft now has full marketing rights, and, and we know that their marketing rights, so Sony's marketing rights, uh, expire in, uh, in 2024. So I don't know mm-hmm. what Microsoft can do. I don't even know if they can even put Call of Duty into Xbox Game Pass while Sony has the marketing rights. I, I'm not sure how no, that No, they would, can't. They so, cannot. So, 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 we know, we know they cannot. So yeah, that would that's be a been... breach of contract. 
that's been a, that's been clarified that there's no okay. ex, no moving any part of Call of Duty until the marketing contract is up with PlayStation. And I know where you're going with this, and a lot of people have different ideas. Um, Call of Duty will probably stay the way it is. I think forever. I think as it's something that Phil has established early on. Before you can officially say anything, I think their intent is to leave Call of Duty a multi-plat forever. That's yeah. my prediction. Uh, you know and what? as cares? far as it going to Game Pass after the marketing rights are up, absolutely. And um, there is a lot about this FTC ruling and approval, disapproval, whatever's going to happen. And I think, um, I think the FTC thinks they're doing one thing. They have an idea that they're going to protect consumers. And um, Hoag's Law illustrated it so well. But, they, you know... They think, oh, we're going to protect consumers. We're going to make sure everyone gets a fair shake with this deal because big, powerful tech companies are spending all their money and they're going to ruin everything. And what they're going to end up doing at the very worst, boom, is they may approve this deal with conditions. And that's yeah. why Hoag's Law said he is at a 70-30. He thinks that they will approve it with major conditions. And... As funny as it sounds, because it doesn't benefit us as Xbox fans or if you play primarily on an Xbox, the very worst the FTC could do is say, this is the absolute very worst, all right? They could say Activision and Blizzard games will be available on PlayStation Plus or PlayStation Premium. Now, what that means, and they could say, we are going back. We want Bethesda games to be playable on PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Premium. And what that means is like, why? Like these studios were told they were going to work on the Xbox platform and yep. that they wouldn't be building a PlayStation version of a game. So they're going to have to come up with a way for something like Starfield in the future when this, you know, in a year and a half when this closes or in a year, something like Starfield to actually be on PlayStation, but you couldn't buy the game. You can't, you could only play the game on PlayStation Plus if they paid Microsoft and Xbox to get Starfield on PlayStation Plus or on PlayStation Now, which they'd have to pay Microsoft for. And it would only it would be exclusive to the service, which is counter to what the yep. FTC is angry about in all this time. Hoagla said, Cole, this isn't about the games. This isn't about where games can or can't be. Because I said, Hoag, this is bullcrap. Why is the FTC coming out of this? Xbox puts their games nearly everywhere. I heard that. Activision, yeah, and Blizzard, and yeah. Bethesda games will be everywhere you can possibly imagine playing on a fridge playing for a playstation phone wherever yeah yeah i mean except for a playstation and maybe i mean i would say except for a switch but big triple a games don't normally go to a switch unless a studio decides to port it years later and and dumb it down so it'll run right so it's out of the equation but xbox's games are everywhere but a PlayStation console. So if the FTC is worried about a monopoly, he said it's not about the games where they are. It's about the tech and the subscription service being bigger than anyone can compete with. And um, it, I think either way, the FTC is only going to be doing Microsoft and Xbox a favor and make them bigger because if they force the games to be on PlayStation, Microsoft's going to say, away from the fans' ears, right? Microsoft's going to say, we're going to put these games on PlayStation we're going to make a crap ton more money because yeah. we're going to bring in all these subscribers. We're going to sell a bunch on PlayStation because we were forced to, and we're just going to be able to buy more studios and make yeah. more games because we're going to make more money. That's the absolute worst scenario that I think is possible. Uh, I think we're just going to get to the point where they're going to go through all this stuff and realize the Monopoly thing is much crap. Yeah. And they're just going to say, go ahead, you know, buy, this, buy the publisher. I mean, PlayStation just bought nine studios in the past year and a half. Um, you guys are trying to pick up, you know, five or six or whatever it's going to be. You know, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I talked about this on last week's um, primetime gaming. I said, you know, the, the lead story cult for that particular episode was uh, how is it that Microsoft is in the crosshairs of the FTC for this one. Now, I understand $70 billion, the biggest deal Microsoft as a company, as an entity, has ever done. I hear it. Absolutely hear that. But Embracer Group has 76 Mm -hmm. studios, and they just publicly announced, we have no uh, ambition to slow down. Sony 
Again, you mentioned it, a bunch of publishers, including one in the form of Bungie for $3.6 billion, right? Um, we know that they have, Jim Ryan himself has come out and said, no, no, we are, we are in active talks to add additional uh, developers to SIE PlayStation. Uh, Tencent, well, they're never sitting down their hands. They're always buying something and they're always, you know, maybe it's 10% to this company, 30% to this company, straight up buying companies. So how is it that Microsoft is in the crosshairs of the FTC, even though the price is the, the price of the price? Now, look, I, I'll say this. I, I look, I, I'm not a business. I don't have a business degree. I'm not a lawyer. I'm a retired police officer. I, I understand real law, not, you know, business law. That's, I, I, that's not my field. But when you, even if someone as, as, as a minuscule intelligence in regards to law that I may have, common sense has to, has to play a part here. And I know that Mrs. Khan is, you know, she's trying to make a name for herself. She wants to be the hard-nosed voice of the people. Um, you know, we saw a couple of weeks ago the senator from New York came out and she's, they said some pretty dumb things for people in high positions about how we're here for the workers, even though we all know that the FTC doesn't give a crap about the workers. They care about the consumer. But we'll let yeah. that rest. Um, this this deal is going to go through. Um, and one of the things that the FTC uh, uh, doesn't have is spendable cash for an, a long uh, a fighting lawsuit. And we know that because um, in a, a couple of weeks ago, uh, the MGM uh, Amazon deal was potentially going to be held up by the FTC. And what did Amazon do? Amazon has a lot of money, pretty much as much as Microsoft does. They said, OK, we're going to now sue the FTC because they're they're trying to they're blocking this deal and they're not making it out to be a monopoly. We we, right. we get the studio, it's not a monopoly. And what did the FTC almost instantaneously do is they said, okay, we're approving the deal. And it was learned at that time, and this this comes from people within the, that within the know that the FTC does not have the financial the finances for a long ongoing lawsuit. And I have a feeling that, that that is weighing on the back of many people's heads about trying to block this deal because Microsoft could, in fact, say, you know what, you, you, yeah. you're trying to stop the deal because of a monopoly situation. Colt, even with this deal, they're still number three in revenue. And who's number one? Sony. SIE yeah, PlayStation yeah. is number one. They just bought a ton of studios. Jim said we're buying a bunch more. And they just announced their own streaming service. I don't understand how a monopoly could even come into the conversation. And again, I, even if this takes until next year, I still think this deal is going down. And, and I think that even, and I've said this, but not, it, it's I've, not, it's not about the revenue. Like PlayStation is number two yeah, in a market leader position. Yeah. And I'm going to do a big video project uh, this oh, weekend nice. or next week nice. about how I think Xbox is actually the market leader. Uh, contrary to everyone else's belief and how much they want to make fun of me. I'll get into that. No, no, next week I, 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 I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, no, your video but that, that revenue is not what the FTC is not worried about who's making the most money. They're worried about who is keeping the consumers out of options or setting, setting the price. And it's funny. I, I just kind of disagreed with you, but I also disagree with you. Of course, boom, because Sony is absolutely one of the price-setting monopoly yes. monopolistic companies. Indeed. They said we say games are seventy bucks. You're going to grin and bear it, and th and they've ha they've been followed along or done this alongside Rockstar, 2K, and oh. uh, Activision. EA, Activision, EA, and too. Activision. Yeah, yeah. So the the biggest publishers, which I would say those publishers and studios are the market leaders and they set the price. So when you have the biggest and the highest revenue, you can also get into a situation where you set the price. They're scared that Microsoft is going to build Game Pass so big, it'll be the de facto place, which it already is, to rent your games in a game service, the most affordable way to play. And then they're going to jack the price up and no one will be able to come in and compete in this market and it's funny because when you look at playstation they're absolutely trying to compete in the services and games rental department and yep. they are not even close well it's their fault it's not microsoft's fault they're not competing because they refuse to do day and date they refuse to go to pc 
Um, so they've got their own problems and I'm hoping the FTC looks at, look, Microsoft's doing it right. They're offering so many options. They're keeping an affordable price. They're trying to build this thing up. So it'd become massive. I mean, why in the world would they ruin it by raising prices? But then again, Netflix is now raising prices, adding advertisements into their TV show service and, or their movie service. Yeah. It's uh, it is really messy. It, it is. And you know, it's funny. Let me catch up some of the super chats because Colt, a couple of them are actually relevant to the conversation. First of all, Outbreak Podcast, uh, Web Dave drops in a very generous $5 super chat and says, I really hope this is in the works. Game Pass needs more Japanese developers uh, develop games. Colt, great to hear your opinion on gaming. Xbox Showcase soon. Yeah, we're going to definitely get into that on a, a future uh, conversation because that's coming, Colt, and that's going to be big. And Microsoft has pretty hefty shoes to fill because last year's was a 10 best in their uh, dec- two decade uh, in, in the market. I don't know how they're going to, to, to beat that, to be honest with you. But Viper XT drops a very generous $10 super chat and says, besides partnerships, I expect Microsoft to increase their presence in Japan by expanding ta- Tango Gameworks into two or three plus teams. Yeah, Tango is a pretty big studio, and they they have relevance in Japan. So I, I think you're onto something. A game, a gamers play HUD Zero drops an additional two dollars super chat and says uh, Japanese fighting games, shump games. Give Xbox the the shaft lately. Yeah, I mean King of Fighters came to Xbox. You know what I'm saying? That and SNK yeah, has been yeah. very stingy with their games. On Xbox, they'll, they'll release them on, on, on the Switch and they'll release them on the PlayStation, sure. But Xbox is now a part of that conversation. I'm very happy for that. Sith Lore drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, Hello, gentlemen. Both shows on Monday were fire. Well, thanks so much for that, dude. Definitely appreciate it. And we also had one come in. Oh, we had two more. Uh, Drawn TJ, generous friend of the program. He drops a $5 super chat and says, The deal is going through i don't see it failing hi guys and welcome to uh, drawing tj and we have one that's relevant to the conversation i want to get your opinion on this this comes in uh well first of all drawing tj drops an additional five dollars super chat and says microsoft needs to get um ideos montreal and crystal dynamics before sony tries to buy square enix i have a feeling that that, that, that square enix is going to sell those including the tomb raider ip i really think that they have no interest in western developed games uh, and Square Enix, and they've, they've said that publicly, but good friend of the program, Colt, Kirby Louise says this after dropping a very generous $10 super chat and says, Microsoft could legit argue that Game Pass isn't the leading subscription service because NVIDIA GeForce Now has more games on it, and, and the government would legit fall for it because they are that out of touch. Yeah, I, if, you, if you look at all of the streaming services, Disney+, Plus paramount plus netflix i I know that it's i know games are different than film and tv shows i get it but they're considered yeah one they're they're considered media it's a media they're all kind of put into one one big easter basket and microsoft's uh 30 uh you know uh 30 million subscribers isn't even not even close to the top so there's a good shot that they could use that as an argument. He drops on a uh, he drops an additional ten dollars super chances. Never mind that GeForce now isn't the same as Gamecast because you must own the games first, and all you do is rent a VM plus GPU from Nvidia. But government is just that dumb. Uh, indeed, they really are. Um, look, Colt. The uh, I I kind of we we had a, everyone had a lot to say. And, you know, we have, wow, we have almost 400 people here, which is freaking awesome for the middle of the day. So, Colt, thank you for being here because you obviously bring in the, bring in the peeps. So I definitely appreciate that, Colt. Um, but look, I do want to reel this in a bit and just pose the question to you. Some people in the community are really wound tight, Colt, about Microsoft allowing the, the newest Call of Duty, which we expect 2024, right? They said they're taking a break 2023. This year is Modern yeah. Warfare 2 yeah. remake. That's going to be great because last year, uh, 2019's uh, Modern Warfare was magnificent. It was unbelievable how good that game was. Yeah, yeah. I say, and again, I, I got yelled at, yelled by many people, you know, in, in not so much in this chat, but in the messages for YouTube, 
that I'm I'm dumb for saying that Call of Duty should not be an Xbox exclusive. I, I personally don't care because that's where I'm going to play it, and it's going to be an Xbox Game Pass. But Colt, the question is, the next Call of Duty 2024, it's going to be a big one. It's the new Modern Warfare. It's it, everyone's anticipating it. It's supposed to be the biggest new uh, one in a decade for them. If that somehow comes into Xbox Game Pass and it's available multiplayer, you can get it on PC, you can get it on your PlayStation, Microsoft is going to find themselves potentially really gaining a bunch of new subscri- uh, new subscribers to Game Pass plus new people into the, into the console because if they could, like I said earlier, the, we could see a Spider-Man situation where if the Series S is 200 bucks. And you can tell that your 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 new person that's buying an Xbox for the first time, there are 500 games, and oh by the way, Call of Duty is included in the Xbox Game Pass, and we're giving yeah. you a three months pass to start. You are going to potentially get the normies, the 85 percent of casual gamers that won the generation for Sony, right? They won the PlayStation 4 generation for SIE because it was the cool system. It was the system that everyone talked about. It had some of the biggest first-party games. It has Spider-Man. It has God of War. It has Nathan Drake. And it was only 200 bucks. And Spider-Man was in there. Yeah. I think that could happen. What, what are your thoughts on that before we move on to the last topic? Uh, I mean, that's something they have to do. I just don't know if the timing will work for them to to bring a bundle like that. Um, we're already seeing the series S on sale for two sixty nine yep. at some places where retailers are taking a, a little bit of cut to get those out. Um, yeah. I mean, it could be really big. And when we talk about like, when you said like a half an hour ago, you said call of duty is not your bag. I, the, the, I thought the same thing. Like it's not my bag, but it's millions of people's yeah. bag. Like, <laughs> And I think when people get to a certain age, maybe they might kind of say, oh, I'm kind of done with Call of Duty. And then the younger generation comes up and they're always kind of keying in on on a certain audience. And then there's people that only play that. So a Call of Duty bundle would be killer. Yeah. And I think if Xbox has this many consoles available in the holiday, which they probably will, they're going to have big sales numbers. And in an era when... You really don't need an Xbox because you can play everything on a PC or on your browser or whatever. So to see them compete this way and get this many sales on a console that before the last generation, people said you don't want an Xbox. Now they're trying to say you don't need an Xbox and they're still (laughs) selling like crazy. Yeah. So it's good. It's good. Yeah. it's, It's a good time to join Xbox for a lot of reasons. You know, obviously... Uh, if you are a PlayStation only gamer, uh, and, and you know, and again, and again, what what I think you could possibly see is a lot of Xbox gamers left after the 360 era because Sony did, they, you know, they they just killed it when it came to marketing. Cult they they had all the right answers. They had a, a cheaper, hundred dollar cheaper console. It was it was faster, 900p versus 1080p. I mean, there, there's a lot of reasons to go back to when Xbox kind of dropped the ball a bit. But they have mm-hmm. been leading the charge. Uh, real quick, Pragmatic Eagle, who's been a member of this channel for, wow, ladies and gentlemen, 32 months. Holy matrimony. That's crazy, <laughs> dude. Uh, he says this. Said this before, but relevant to what was just said. People uh, – hold on just a sec. Where are you? This chat is flying by. Thanks, for everyone, for, for being as active as you are. He says, but relevant to what you would just uh, – what, what was just said, people are clueless about Japanese games because – few releases here they are not all turn-based they're 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 absolutely not all turn-based don't 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 believe that there are plenty of action games out there that are just magnificent that you might not know about um gamonomics who's been a member for six months colt he says this i can't wait to uh, for people to compare spartacus numbers with game pass when it's out forgetting the essentials is needed for online and cloud saves yeah that's one of the things that I, I find to be almost egregious, and the only reason why I'm going to subscribe, and hopefully I can still find these $30 year passes, is for cloud saves for my PlayStation. I, I, I don't really care about anything else, and it's, it's egregious that I have to spend that to have cloud saves. Where everywhere else it's free. It's, it's gross. Uh, Dakato drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, Series S 
plus a 512 megabit velocity external hard drive preloaded with Call of Duty um, at 25 less now, it would be high selling package. Yeah, I mean, you, you, if they wanted to, uh, you know, add a, 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 you know, a hard drive where you can offload it, that would be something else. It, it's my, Microsoft is quietly positioning themselves to make a big run at market leader, and it starts. It really does start with uh with, with call of duty but colt i want to talk about what happens after the activision blizzard deal because we have a feeling that it's going to go through so we're, we're all in agreement that yeah it's just getting scrutinized it's going to happen and that's all fine and good but i want to talk about Colt. what happens afterwards now right now microsoft is working with io interactive right they're making project dragon we know that they're working on the new James Bond game. They're currently working with Avalanche Studios, right? They're currently working on Contraband and I think another secret project, Crystal Dynamics. Well, we know that they have taken over full development duties over at Perfect Dark, which is going to be mm-hmm. amazing. But they have other studios that they work with, Certain Affinity. They've been working with uh, Halo for 15 years. Max Hoberman mm-hmm. and that team have made some of the most iconic place uh, um uh halo maps ever right and they and they just announced that they're working on a battle royale that can, that's coming that's exclusive to uh, to that team you also have a, a sobo a sobo is just well they have a 10-year deal with microsoft for flight sim you know they have their other series that they're working on that's coming out this year with the rats uh i cannot wait for the sequel for some reason i'm, I'm drawing a blank on, on the name of the game um but colt we have the, heard. Oh, the rats! You talking yes. about Plague Tale uh, Requiem? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, thank you. I, guess, <laughs> I could I could think of the rats, but I couldn't think of Plague Tale. Go figure. I was um, like rats, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> one of the things that you have talked about on your shows, one of the things that I have talked about on my shows, that we have heard that the community, even some of the biggest um, names in the business, have said this Activision Blizzard deal came out of literally nowhere and it wasn't originally a part of microsoft's plans to add to xbox game studios we i I know i've heard that from several sources that i that i consider to be top notch in the industry conversation and you know obviously they can't do anything they're a bit handcuffed right now which is why i can't wait for this deal to get done so they could start buying again because right now if they try to add anything else that's a, you know, a certain amount of money, the FTC is going to look at them with a crooked eye and it's going to be a mess. Who yeah, do yeah. you want to see join Xbox Game Studios after this deal is done? And I throw that 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 question to the chat as well. Throw 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 us your top three picks in the chat on who you want to see join and, and, and try and keep them, you know, l- l- relatively legitimate. I mean, we can all do. Yeah. All instead of lists. like a big, huge pipe dream. Yeah. Uh, they they need to buy Crystal Dynamics. For sure, they need to buy uh, a Sobo. Yeah, um, they are also the ones that did Flight Sim, right? Um, yeah, they helped them make that game, so they need to buy them. And then um, I'm not a big fan of Hitman, but I know how great that game is. I know like Randall Thor loves it to death, and yeah, and if I would have had the patience to get into it. I could understand what he's talking about, but they make fantastic looking games and they're very immersive. So they'd be a really good fit. So I think those three uh, that they're already partnering with and you get this whole organic, this whole organic growth I love thing the word that everyone organic. tries to argue, argue with. And it's like, or the, I guess one of those, I guess I would actually throw out IO in favor of me in favor of them grabbing. Um, oh my gosh. I'm blanking on the name. It's right there. Uh, the ones that made Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. Oh, oh my um, gosh. Oh, my God. Monolith. Yeah, Monolith. Monolith. Yes. Monolith is fantastic. Yeah. They're so good. And um, Xbox has partnered with them very closely. They should they should have picked them up because they're working on the Wonder Woman game, I think. Yes. And it's like, why isn't Xbox like right, you know, right there, like holding their hand going, what is it going to take? Like, this would be our superhero game. We know you, you know us, you know the hardware. Let's do it. Definitely Monolith. Grab that Wonder Woman game before it gets uh, declared multi-plat. Right to check. And and it's funny. You you know what's interesting? 
is that that did not have a specific console attached to it. Didn't say, you know, you know, yeah. normally when they make these announcements, hey, we're making game, we're making a game for uh, you know, X, Y, and Z, right? It's coming out for these consoles. That 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 didn't get that. So it, it, it it's definitely worth a, a head scratch. But I want to pose something to you. Uh, you know, you you've talked about this on on your show. Um, the way that Square Enix uh, threw Crystal Dynamics under the bus was nothing short of egregious, right? They're doing um, it to all their studios. But they they, go they ahead. do, but 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 specifically their Western development houses, which they really do not have uh, any love or respect for. You don't throw your, uh, you know, you don't you don't go on public on social media to say that the studio just didn't have what it took to make a superhero game right. When you know that the single player in uh, Marvel Avengers was fantastic, what hurt that game was the the the, the terrible multiplayer, the, the 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 terrible loot system. There was a lot of yep, things yep. that went wrong, and but it wasn't a single player campaign. In fact, um, single play, single player campaign cult was fantastic. This my my wish is as much as I want IO Monolith is a great pick. There are so many that are, are great picks. I would love Microsoft to not only get Crystal Dynamics, I would love to see them get Edios Montreal, but even more so than that cult, I would love for them to get the Tomb Raider IP in a three-package yeah. deal. Get both yeah. studios, get the IP, because if, if Crystal Dynamics goes, right? And that's something, and here's something that's interesting. Tell me if I'm on if my detective skills have failed in this one. During the uh, the Unreal Engine 5 reveal, right, that same week, we learned that a new Tomb Raider was being made on, on the Unreal Engine 5. Now, when the original Tomb Raider series was announced as a remake, the consoles that it was going to be on was announced. They say, hey, it's coming out for yeah. PlayStation 4, Xbox One, blah, 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 whatever. Did you notice the absence of any console being attached to it? I did. It didn't yeah, say Xbox. Yeah. It didn't say PlayStation. And I sat there and I said, hmm, I wonder if it's possible that this deal for, uh, for, for, for you know, to, to, to take these off Square Enix's hands in regards to the uh, Tomb Raider IP, Eidos Montreal, and more so Crystal Dynamics is uh, potentially already in the works. It, may, it made me wonder. And again, I, I, I see a lot of, lot of great picks. But mm -hmm. I would love. I, I look, uh, Colt. You remember? You remember when uh, the the Crystal Dynamics producers of two, of Rise of the Tomb Raider weren't let off the stage because it was announced that it was going to be Xbox exclusive for a year. That was <laughs> right. Awful, right. They wouldn't yeah. let. They would not let them off the stage because they were. They wanted them. When is it coming to PlayStation? How could you do this? Why? Well, in an interview that Phil did that same day, he they asked him can, candidly. Phil, why? Why? Why would you lock up uh, Tomb Raider for a year? And he and mm -hmm. he said uh, very stoutly, "Listen, we don't have our own Uncharted. I wish we did. So we partnered oh. with Chris Dynamics to make to bring this to Xbox and and our gamers because we don't have our own Indiana Jones trekking type of game. And they could, mm -hmm. even though Indiana Jones is being made by machine uh, machine games, we we know it's going to be great." But man, it would be something if they grabbed Tomb Raider. What, what are your thoughts on that, Colt? Before we get on out of here, um, I don't see them grabbing Tomb Raider. I think they took so much flack in 2015 that they'll never repeat that again. So, um, yeah, I think Tomb Raider is going to be multiplat, and with Machine Games already making that Indiana Jones game, I think that. Indiana Jones game is going to be an exclusive, even yep. though it's a big IP. Um, that's not how, you know, like a Marvel game can be an exclusive. So when people say you can't do that, exactly. you know, Indiana Jones yes. is a worldwide thing. Like, duh, you're doing Wolverine and, and Spider-Man over on. And there's a third one that they're supposedly announcing uh, this June, a third, a third Marvel exclusive for Sony. At least that's what I'm hearing. Oh wow! Yeah, there's there, there's, an, there's another one that they haven't announced that they saved for their their E3, and that will be the third one, and and it's going to be an exclusive to PlayStation Five. Yeah, that'll be a big deal. So, um, yeah, I don't think that Tomb Raider is going to go exclusive, but 
if they're being quiet because I'm we don't know how this stuff goes down and maybe Crystal mm-hmm. Dynamics and Xbox teams have been talking for months about yeah. uh, I, I see it as this way uh hey we're going to bring you back with Daryl Gallagher we're going to partner with you to build this perfect dark game and really what we want to do is just make sure we can work great together again like we did 5 years ago and if it works out, we're we've we've been looking at buying you, Chris Dynamics, and bringing you on the team. And if everything works out, we want to have that discussion. So keep that open. And Chris Dynamics is probably like, dang, we'd love to get away from Square Enix. We build something great, and they and they uh, they they, uh, they don't like us. They don't like anything anybody makes. Right? They get they don't like the way they perform. And you're right about Avengers. If I'll, I'll just tell the chat, if you want to play. Please play Avengers and skip yeah. all of the stuff. Just do just the seven or eight main missions. Yeah, it's really really fun. I was uh, I was proven wrong big time when I played that last year. Anyway, um, so Crystal Dynamics is really good. So I think that talk is happening, and I think that's why some of that stuff is ambiguous right now because I got to leave their options open. Yeah. Well, again, I've said this before, Colt. It's hard to understand how a big big time third party uh publisher like square enix can lend out one of their triple a teams hey xbox mm-hmm. go you know i'm sure they paid for that but if they should be making games with square enix and apparently we know that square enix has no faith in them so i say that if you don't have any faith in them the people at the on that development team you know how much you know how dejected they must have felt reading that after working 12 14 hour days to get this game done to hear that the publisher says that our talent is shit Pardon my French. That that's basically yeah, what they yeah. said, and it's 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 gross. But listen, let me catch up on coming super chats, uh, and that's gonna do it for our show, ladies and gentlemen. These are these are quick one hour shows. Every now and again, we do a little bit longer, but you know, hopefully, you enjoyed all three topics. Uh, Drawn TJ says he wants uh, after dropping an additional five dollars super chat. WB WB Crystal Dynamics and uh, IO Sobo and Avalanche Studios. That is a hefty list. Sour Blow Gaming. Uh, drops a very generous $5 super chat. Good friend of the program says Wonder Woman cross her arms with an X, which would be perfect for marketing like this blocking. <laughs> that is yep, kind of dope. Yep. I, I, someone yeah. hired this, this this kid over here and put him in marketing because I kind of like that. The, the, the X sign from uh, <laughs> from Wonder Woman blocking the bullets. Uh, TK Chillin. Wow, brother. He drops a very generous $20 super chat and says, hi, Boom and Colt. Great discussion. Well, thank you for that, brother. Definitely appreciate it. And, folks, we have almost 400 people here. A lot of names that I've never seen before, uh, probably because Colt Eastwood is here. If you are new to the program, we cross we cross 10K uh, subscribers in January. We are just under 1,500 away for 12. That's what I want to close out the uh, 2022 campaign with is get to um, at least 12,000 subs and, uh, you know, keep this truck rolling. Uh, but I want to thank everyone that's here. If you are new, consider subscribing. And, of course, hit the like button. But, Colt, let's sell your brand, brother. Do you have inc- Not only do you have an incredible podcast, but you do outstanding videos each and every week. And you already talked about live on the air you're doing one that you think that uh, Microsoft – is already the market leader, and I I don't I I don't disagree with that. I think that they are definitely um, setting themselves up to. I mean I mean just look at what they did. They were publisher of the a publisher of the year last year for a, a studio that doesn't have any bangers, right? So they they're doing it right, and uh, yeah. can't wait to see that video. But sell your brand, tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media, but more importantly, subscribe and help you get to that 150k subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I, I lost a few when I talked about Battle Royale because I think. Um, <laughs> so did I. Don't I mean, that was bad. that was what the rumor. That's what the rumor is, and apparently, um, this new mode we just saw for Halo this morning is not the full deal that certain Affinity is working on. I'm going to look into that some more. I saw. But, I saw uh, someone put a video. I, th- I think it was Brad Sams that was talking about it. He posted a a screen. Called it Baby Royale. Ba- yeah. Baby Royale. Yeah. I think this is just uh, some new modes. Like. I, I don't know. I I'm, I got to reach out to Jez and find out what's what he thinks is coming in the future. But yeah, go check out my Halo video. It was um it was a tough one to uh, for the, the audience reception. It, it, you know how it is sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes those topics don't go over well with people. But I'm very positive, super positive in that video. Darn it! But yeah, you can check me out on YouTube at Colt Eastwood. I'm on Twitter at Colt Eastwood where. 
I reply to just about everybody I try to, and um, it's good being on the show. I appreciate it. It's a good nah, time. Dude, it, was, it, was gr- it was great to have you here, obviously. Uh, we got a chance to hang out on primetime. Then, of course, we, we, uh, we, we I went on to your show that mo- following Monday. I mean, that, that month, the same Monday evening. And, of course, that was a crazy day. That was that was a crazy day. But it was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. A lot, lot to talk about. And, of course, I'm happy that you were here for the full hour. Uh, we got three topics in. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed yourself enough where you're going to hit the like button. Of course, if, again, if you're new, consider subscribing. Of course. I want to thank everybody that dropped in the super chats. Those allow my wife and I to do these monster giveaways. We just did one for Easter where we gave eight gift cards for the total of 300 bucks. We have one coming the 4th of July. We have one coming in September. And then we have the big one. That one's going to be $500 plus for Christmas and the holidays in the fall. And then, and that's, that's that, you know, again, we, 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 we uh, use the super chats and the channel memberships to, uh, fund these big giveaways. So big thank you to that. And of course, I'll close out the show with something that's important to me, folks. Hopefully one day be important to you. And that's something that my father taught me with kids. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And for Colt Eastwood, hashtag be nice. <laughs> <laughs> take care, everybody.